You're listening to an audio sermon by Pastor Bernard Milder from Household of Christ. We trust that you will be encouraged and blessed as you listen to the Word of God. Good morning, family. I greet you in the wonderful name of our Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, on this Resurrection Sunday. And I want to encourage you on this Sunday to rely upon the resurrection power of the Lord Jesus Christ. Before we start sharing the word, let's do the declaration as we do it every Sunday in Jesus' mighty name. Are you ready? I'm going to count. One, two, three. I'm a son of God revealed. I'm blessed with every blessing in Christ Jesus. I'm saved. I'm healed. I'm delivered. I'm a life-giving spirit. I accept his sacrifice on the cross and his resurrection power in my life. I'm bound to his word and can do what it says I can do. I receive the word with meekness and I'm changed from glory to glory. I have the God kind of faith. I'm the righteousness of God and will never be the same. Jesus Christ is my Lord. Amen. When you make that declaration, you are declaring the word of God. You are declaring spirit. You are declaring life. You are declaring light over every area of your life. In the days that we find ourselves right now with the COVID-19, the, the coronavirus, fears grip so many people's hearts and people are looking around and maybe asking the question, say, where's God? What has happened? Family, there was a time when the disciples that spent time with Jesus Christ, Peter, that had the revelation that Jesus was the Christ, he left his assignment, he went back to his boat. And from a natural point of view, when they looked at the situation, it seemed like God was dead. They were saying, where is our Savior? Where is the anointed one? But I want to assure you, at that time, God the Father was sitting back, relaxing, being more in control than ever before, busy with the salvation of mankind. The Bible teaches us that if the principalities had known what God the Father was busy with, they would not have killed him. They would have not have crucified him. Oh, family, that's good news. I want to encourage you that in this time where you are concerned about many things and wondering what's going to happen and how it's going to work out, know this, that when it seems like it's the darkest minute, the darkest moment, God the Father is still in control. We as Christians, we, we face two things. And over this weekend, God dealt with everything to give us a life of victory in Christ Jesus. Remember, on Friday, Jesus died for our sins. Romans 8 verse 2 teaches us that, that there's the law of life in the spirit that we have through Christ Jesus. Because of the law of sin and death that was against us. There's two laws against us, the law of sin and death. But there's a law that's for us. That's the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. Remember that Jesus dealt with sin Friday on the cross. But he dealt with death today by being raised from the dead. He dealt with death in your life. So sin and death has been dealt with. The Bible teaches us that Jesus became sin. He never sinned. He became sin. He received our sin so that we can receive his righteousness. When Jesus died and he was clothed with our sin, he went to hell. He paid the price for you and for me. But remember, God the Father is a righteous God. He's a just God. 
He knew that Jesus had not sinned. And after three days, he said, it's enough. Holy Spirit, go down to hell. Go into hell. Go justify my son. Go sanctify him. Make him alive. Let him be the firstborn. Family, I want to encourage you. The Holy Spirit is not scared of hell. The Holy Spirit does not stay away where there's darkness. If you find yourself right now in a place where it feels like you're in hell, feels like you're in utmost darkness, I want to assure you the Holy Spirit is the helper, the one ready to help you. Paul said in Philippians 3 that I may know him and the power of his resurrection. Jesus wants to lift you up. He wants to resurrect you. That situation that you find yourself in, he wants to lift you up. Let's look at that scripture. Turn with me in your Bibles to the book of Philippians 3 verse 10. The Bible says that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being conformed to his death. If by any means I may attain to the resurrection from the dead. Family, resurrection power is not something we hope for. It's not something we even wish for. It's a fact. It's a reality. Jesus Christ was raised from the dead by the Holy Spirit. And today, all of us can experience that resurrection power in our lives. As a matter of fact, the Bible teaches us that Jesus is the firstborn. He was the first one raised from the dead. He was the first one who was clothed with sin that was justified, that was sanctified. The first one raised from the dead so that we legally can experience that when we believe what Jesus has done for us on the cross. Family, resurrection is not something we hope for or we wish for. Many people don't understand resurrection, but resurrection is something that God has given us. Remember that Christ was raised from the dead. He is the firstborn. Family, turn with me in your Bibles to the book of Hebrews 12, verse 22. The Bible says, But you have come to Mount Zion and to the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, to an innumerable company of angels, to the general assembly and church of the firstborn who are registered in heaven to God the judge of all, to the spirits of just men made perfect, to Jesus the mediator of the new covenant, and to the blood of sprinkling that speaks better things than that of Abel. The Bible teaches us that there's a spiritual Jerusalem, there's Zion. The Bible teaches us here that Jesus is the firstborn registered in heaven. When you accept the Lord Jesus Christ, your name is registered in heaven. This is how salvation works. Many people don't understand it, but it's when you confess with your mouth and you believe with your heart. For you, with your mouth you make confession unto salvation, but with your heart you believe unto righteousness. What you are confessing needs your heart's full agreement that you believe that Jesus was raised from the dead. Family, this is what Abraham believed. Our father of faith, he believed that even though something is dead, 
it can live. Do you believe that the situation that you are facing right now, maybe you are looking at your career, you're looking at your future, there's so much uncertainty. Maybe when you're looking at it, it seems like it's dead. Family, I want to encourage you this morning, rely upon the resurrection power of the Lord Jesus Christ. Abraham believed that if something is dead, it can be made alive. God died for you, but God was raised from the dead. That's good news for all of us. Without the Lord Jesus Christ, there can be no life. The Lord wants to restore every area of your life. Resurrection simply means that that which was dead can now be made alive. Jesus Christ was raised from the dead. The Bible teaches us in the book of Romans 8 that if Jesus was raised from the dead, that same spirit that's working on the inside of us will restore every area of our life. Right now, we are fighting an invisible enemy. We are fighting the COVID-19, the, the corona that's gripping so many people's hearts in fear. But family, remember, you serve the invincible God of power and might. Without Christ, there can be no life. The Lord Jesus Christ wants to restore every area of your life. To believe in resurrection power is simply to believe that whatever is dead can be made alive. Family, this is what Abraham believed. He believed if something is dead, it can live. Melchizedek met with Abraham and they had communion. It means that God shared with him the salvation plan. He understood atonement. He knew that the Savior would die for us and the Savior would be made alive. The Bible says God put Abraham to the test and he said, I want you to sacrifice your most precious. I want you to sacrifice your son, the promise that I've given you. I want you to sacrifice it. And the Bible said that Abraham obeyed God to the point that he took his son and he was ready to sacrifice him. But remember, before that, he faced a real challenge. Abraham was old. The Bible talks in Romans 4 about the deadness of his body. Looking at his situation, it seemed like it was dead. Sarah's body was dead. Beyond the age, the time where they could have children. But the Bible says, who contrary to hope, in hope believed, and he became the father of many nations. What did he do? The Bible says he started calling the things that were not as though they were. What does it mean? It means he started speaking to his situation. He spoke to that situation and he said, dead body, you're going to live. The Bible says he started giving thanks to God, giving glory to God. Knowing that God was able, knowing that God was faithful, knowing that God will do what he said he would do. And we know the rest is history. It's very interesting that Abraham was willing to offer Isaac. Family, we can learn from this that we can only give to God what God has given to us. We love God today with all our hearts because God has poured out his love in our hearts. Abraham believed that that which is dead can live 
again. Your situation that you are facing right now, it might seem like it's dead. Maybe it's your marriage. Maybe it's your business. Maybe it's your career. doesn't matter what. When you are born again, when you are born from above, you have resurrection power working on the inside of you. The life of God, the life that raised Jesus from the dead. Think for one minute when God the Father and Jesus were separated. They are one, the Bible teaches us. But when they were separated, it's, it's almost like an atom bomb. When they were separated, there was tremendous energy, power that was released. Graves opened up. The dead was raised. The Bible even says the veil was opened up for us so that we can enter into the Holy of Holies. That's the power of the cross. But remember, today is Resurrection Sunday. Can you imagine the power, resurrection power, to go and take Jesus that was separated from God because of our sins to make him one with God again? That's the resurrection power that Paul said, I want to know. I want to experience that in every area of my life. Even in the Old Testament, God spoke to Ezekiel in Ezekiel chapter 37, verse 2. Let's go there quickly and hear what the Bible says. Ezekiel 37, verse 2. Then he caused me to pass by them all around, and behold, there were very many in the open valley, and indeed they were very dry. And he said to me, Son of man, can these bones live? So I answered, O Lord God, you know. Maybe you are looking at your situation and God is saying to you, can your situation change? Can these dead bones, these very dry bones, can they live? Family, God knows about your situation. Listen what he said to Ezekiel. He said, thus says the Lord God to these bones, surely I will cause breath to enter into you and you shall live. Family, when God breathes his life into your life, into your situation, everything is about to change. Remember when God made man, he breathed into man and man became a living soul. But the Bible teaches us in the book of Corinthians that the first Adam was a living soul, but the last Adam became a life-giving soul. Spirit. Family, when you have Jesus on the inside of you, you've become a life-giving spirit because the life-giving spirit, Jesus Christ through the Holy Spirit, lives on the inside of you. God spoke to Ezekiel and he said, if you want your situation to change, if you want these dead bones to live, you're going to have to start to prophesy. You're going to have to start to declare it. Listen what verse 10 says. So I prophesied as he commanded me and breath came into them and they lived and stood upon their feet and exceedingly great army. Family, your problem, your situation might be pointing you towards death. But Jesus Christ is pointing you towards life. You have a friend in the Holy Spirit Remember, this corona is a giant. 
It's an invincible giant that has allowed many people's hearts to fear. It's almost like David on the battlefield. When he came there, David was a young boy. The giant was a mature warrior, a one trained in weaponry. But remember, what was the difference? David found himself in the realm of victory in Christ Jesus. Whereas the giant found himself in the realm of defeat and failure. The giant was shouting at David saying, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to destroy you. I'm going to feed your flesh to the birds of the air. He was declaring it. This is exactly what the corona is doing. It's saying it's going to kill many people. It's going to destroy many people. But I want to encourage you as a Christian, your battle is not like all of those out there. David said, it's not personal. You've not come against me, but you've come against my God. And he could enter into that place of rest. And he could say, you listen to me, giant. You've not come against me. You've come against my God. I have a friend in the Holy Spirit that disposes of giants. I'm the one that's going to kill you. I'm the one that's going to destroy you. I'm the one that's going to chop off your head and feed you to the birds of the air. Matter of fact, not only you, but all your brothers. Family, when you find yourself in the realm of victory in Christ Jesus, and you know that your spirit has been made alive, you have resurrection power on the inside of you. It's not about fighting. It's about knowing. It's not by might nor by power, but it's by my spirit, says the Lord. Family, that is good news. The most important thing today is to make sure that your name is registered in heaven. That heaven is aware of the fact that you are born from above. When you are born from above, you find yourself in the realm of victory in Christ Jesus. Turn with me in your Bibles to Psalm 87. I want to read you one of my favorite passages of all time. Psalm 87 verse 4 says, I will make mention of Rahab and Babylon to those who know me. Behold, O Philistia and Tyre, with Ethiopia, this one was born there. And of Zion it will be said, this one and that one were born in her. And the Most High Himself shall establish her. The Lord will record when He registers the people. This one was born there. That sounds exactly the same as Hebrews chapter 12 verse 22 when it speaks about Jesus, the firstborn registered. It talks about the heavenly Jerusalem. Family, this is the most important thing. If your name has been registered... In heaven, you've become a life-giving spirit. It talks about Rahab. It talks about Babylon. It talks about an individual that lived a life of sin. But because she acknowledged God, her situation changed. Babylon, if somebody is living in sin, a whole nation can turn to God. It talks about here, about Philistia, Tyre, and Ethiopia. That's all of mankind that can make a decision to accept the Lord Jesus Christ. Family, this teaches us that anybody can accept the Lord Jesus Christ. It doesn't matter what nation, what culture you are from. 
when you call upon the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, you can be born again. Listen to what the Bible says in John chapter 1, verse 11. He came to his own, and his own did not receive him. But as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God. To those who believe in his name, who were born, not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. Family, when you are born of God, everything changes. Your name is registered in heaven. Your name is registered in Zion. Do you believe in resurrection power? Remember Jesus, when he was raised from the dead in John chapter 20, when he met with Mary. Who was Mary? We all know where Mary came from. But when Jesus looked at her, he did not consult her past in determining her future. Her name was registered in heaven. What did Jesus say? He gave one of the greatest assignments to this woman because she had been washed by the blood of Jesus. She was linked up with God. doesn't matter what your situation, where you come from. God is not consulting your past in determining your future. He said to Mary, I want you to go to my disciples and tell them I'm alive. I've been raised from the dead. Go and give them this message, a message of hope. He's alive. Family in the Bible said that when they gathered together, they could take her word because they knew she had been forgiven of much and she loved him so much. That's the criteria today. Are you in love with Jesus? Jesus came and he met with his disciples. And what did he do? He breathed upon them. He said, receive the Holy Spirit. Family, David was a giant slayer. Not because he was strong and mighty. Because he had a friend in the Holy Spirit. It's that Holy Spirit that's raised you from the dead. It's that resurrection power working on the inside of you. I want to say, in the same way God spoke to Ezekiel, He said, can these dead bones live? Your situation that you are looking at that seems impossible. Can your situation change? If you say, yes, Lord, I know you can do it. I want to encourage you to start to speak to your situation. Not to declare death. Not to say nothing is going to work out. The economy will never, never recover. But with the resurrection power on the inside of you, as you put your trust in God, the Bible says, even when there's drought, you'll be flourishing. It will be like your roots are planted next to a river and you continue to bear good fruit. When you are linked up with God, defeat and failure are things of the past. You are walking with the Lord now. He is with you. His resurrection power is on the inside of you. His fire will go before you. It will burn around you so that His name can be glorified in you and through you. This is the power of the Holy Spirit. This is resurrection power. Paul said that I may know Him and the power of His resurrection. On Resurrection Sunday, I want to encourage you today. Rely upon the power 
of the Holy Spirit. The resurrection power of the Holy Spirit to bring new life in your career, in your marriage, in your family, whatever area that you are looking at and it seems like it's dry bones, dead bones. Remember, you can start to prophesy and declare the word of God. Job said in Job 22, you will decide a thing and you will decree it and the light of God's favor will shine upon all your ways. Family, even where darkness is pressing against you, remember you have the light of God that's pressing against that darkness and light will always expel all shades of darkness. I want to encourage you Rely upon the resurrection power of the Holy Spirit. That's why we today, when we worship God, we worship Him in spirit and in truth. The Word of God, it is life. It is light. That's what you are linked up to. So rely upon the resurrection power of our Lord Jesus Christ. Family, I want to encourage you to ask God to help you to experience His resurrection power. Many of us know what we've been saved from, but I want to encourage you to ask God to open your spiritual eyes to see what you've been saved into. Not just what you've been saved from, but what you've been saved into. That's why God can say, I know the thoughts that I have towards you, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and the hope, the one translation says, the future that you hope for. When you look at the future, know that you are walking with God. You have resurrection power on the inside of you. That's why God says, eye is not seen, ear is not heard about the things that I've planned and prepared for my people. Because where you are going right now, you are walking in resurrection power. That's why everything that your hand touches will be blessed. Why? Because of that light and that life of the Lord Jesus Christ working in you and through you. Every place where you put your feet now, it's not just you putting it down there, but you are walking with God. His presence is there. Remember what Moses said. He says, Lord, I'm not going into the promised land unless your Holy Spirit has gone before me. Family, God has not just gone before you. You are walking in resurrection power. Remember the declaration that we made, I'm a life-giving spirit. The only reason we can become life-giving spirits is because we accept the life-giving spirit of the Lord Jesus Christ into our lives. I want to encourage you on this Resurrection Sunday, rely upon the resurrection power of the Lord Jesus Christ to touch and to change every area of your life. To touch your tongue that you may speak the oracles of God. That God would touch every area of your life and bring change in your life. Every dead area, every area that looks like dead bones. Can these dead bones live, Ezekiel? God is asking you this morning, do you believe in resurrection power? God promised us in 1 Corinthians 6.14 that in the same way God raised Jesus from the dead, God is going to raise us from the dead. We've been made alive with God. That's why right now you are seated in heavenly places with God the Father. 
because of Jesus Christ. It is our union with Jesus that allows us to have communion with the Father. I want to encourage you on this Resurrection Sunday, find the peace of God in your heart. Yes, there's an invincible enemy, Corona, coming against people, not only affecting people's health, but their economy, their livelihood, their jobs, their careers. Family, it's time to rely upon the resurrection power of the Lord Jesus Christ. And that life, as it touches your spirit, as your name is registered in heaven, you can start to speak and declare the word of God. And as you speak the word of God, God's voice will be upon your voice. And that which is dead, you'll see it being raised, being made alive. Everything you touch now will be blessed. Everywhere you go, the presence of God will be with you because you're relying upon the resurrection power of God. Let me pray for you. Precious Father, we thank you for Resurrection Sunday, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead is the same spirit that raised us up, O Lord, that has touched our hearts, that have touched our lives, O Lord. And this resurrection power is working on the inside of your people. Father, we want to come. We want to prophesy over every dead situation, O Father, and declare life and light, O Father, in Jesus' mighty name. Father, thank you that you stretch forth your mighty right hand, Father, and declare light and life over every situation. Father, we want to declare life over every family, Father, health and strength, O Lord. Be their shield, be their protection, O Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. We are spirit of the living God, spirit of the living God that raised Jesus from the dead. Fall upon every household right now. Touch and change every heart, O oh Lord. Empower them, strengthen them in their inner man. Lift up their spirits, O oh Lord, to where you are and give them strength in their inner man. Let every good thing from your throne room, O oh Lord, flow into their lives now to touch every area of their lives, to touch our mortal bodies, O oh Father, our families, our children, our businesses, Father, careers, O oh Father, in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Lord, that you've blessed the work of our hands, O oh Father, that as a church, Father, as the body of Christ, we can come, O oh Lord, and rely upon the resurrection power of the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, stir up people's hearts once again, O oh Father. Touch their hearts, O oh Lord. Let them be aware of the resurrection power of the Lord Jesus Christ. O oh, Master Jesus, as you breathed upon your disciples, every son, every daughter, every servant of yours, as they are listening right now, breathe new life into their hearts, new hope into their hearts. Lord, even as you are interceding that our faith will not fail, O oh Father, grant unto your people the kind of faith you need to meet all their needs. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Lord, we ask, send angels concerning them to fight for them, to keep evil away, O oh Lord, to bring good things to them, 
to solve problems for them. Lord, we ask that your Holy Spirit will go before them to make our way straight and smooth, O Lord, to remove every obstacle, O Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. Father, even as you gave Joseph a prophetic picture of the good future that you had planned for him, grant unto your children a prophetic picture of the good future that you have planned for them, O Lord. Let them not only see it, but let them walk in it, O Lord, so that your name can be glorified in them and through them. Father, you are the one who opens up doors that nobody can close. Open double doors of mercy and grace for your people right now in Jesus' mighty name. Father, we declare a blessing over every family, Father, Every, over every household, O oh Father, in Jesus' mighty name. We declare that the ruling spirit, O oh Lord, in every home is that of the Holy Spirit, Father. We declare, Father, a stronghold of your love into every household right now, O oh Father. That love that expels all shades of fear in Jesus' mighty name. Father, we declare over your people that the Lord is the light of your salvation. You shall not fear. The Lord is the strength of your life. Of whom shall you be afraid? When Corona came against you to eat up your flesh, your enemies and foes, they stumble and fell. Though an army may encamp against you, your heart shall not fear. The war may rise up against you, and this you will be confident. For one thing you've desired of the Lord, that you may dwell in the house of the Lord, to behold his beauty and to inquire in his temple. Lord, we thank you for the beauty of heaven that came to this earth and died. But most of all, Lord, we thank you that you've been made alive so that we can be alive unto you. We've come as your people to say that we love you, Father. We love you, Jesus. We love you, Holy Spirit. We love you, Father. We love you, Jesus. We love you, Holy Spirit. Spirit of the living God, Spirit of the living God who raised Jesus from the dead, fall afresh upon your people. Put an end to everything that is not of you. We ask, Son of David, have mercy. Let your blood speak. Let your mercy speak. Let your favor speak. Thank you, Lord, that you are busy perfecting everything concerning us. Lord, even when we cannot see with our natural eyes what you are busy doing, we know that you are busy working. We know that you are busy fighting. We know that you are busy interceding for your children. Thank you, Lord, that you keep us under the shadow of the Almighty. Be our strength, be our shield, be our exceedingly great reward, O Father. And we give you praise for that. Lord, we receive from your throne room right now everything that brings new life, everything that brings strength, everything that encourages, everything that builds up, everything that motivates, everything that brings protection, Father, everything that comes through the resurrection power of the Lord Jesus Christ, in Jesus' mighty name. Father, we release it upon your people right now as we decree and declare the light of God's favor will shine upon all your ways. Father, we ask these things 
not because of anything that we've done, but because of what Jesus has done on the cross. Because of your name, O Lord, we ask in the mighty name of Jesus that you will do it for your people such a time as this. Let them experience your resurrection power. And we thank you for that. We bless you for that. In Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. Family, we can never rely upon our own strength, but we can rely upon the strength of the Holy Spirit. I mean, rely upon His resurrection power to work in your life, to bring new light and life in every area of your life. God bless you as you remain in faith, and we trust to meet you very soon in faith. I'll be giving a short message for you on Monday, on Family Day, just to focus upon the love of God. God bless you. Thank you for listening to this audio sermon. For more information, please go to our website, www.hoc.org.za. Household of Christ, loving God, loving people.